loving you. Morning, slash good evening, slash whatever time of day it is. Welcome to Nickel Park, folks. I am your tour guide, Luke. I'm your tour guide, Joshua. And I am your tour guide, Ben. Oh, I also forgot to mention this is a couch-guided safari through the wilderness of life. Oh, good. I was Did, I was really curious. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Some we people were. might not have known what Nickel Park. Yeah, you're right. you're on a couch, uh, awesome. and then you, and then the rest of it. You know, you've heard it. Look over there, it's a wild man. Oh gosh, but but this is the Disney Safari Adventure. Mm-hmm. Why is there a feral human here? You've seen Tarzan. You that don't know. Crazy. Oh. Oh. Hey, well, there you go. That's a, that's a good point. I got a hypothetical for you, boys. All right. Okay. Slap me with it. Let's say that a firefighter was on duty, right? Like active duty, ready to ready to go at the drop of a hat. But nature calls. And so he's got to go do his business, you know. But while he's doing his business, he gets the alarm. What what happens in that situation? Uh, be- before we answer this excellent question, I would like to point out that you said he is on active duty, and that's very funny. This is a good question. I think he just doesn't get to go. <laughs> okay. He just misses that mission. Mm-hmm. They got enough, right? How many dudes for a fire does it take? It's, it's, it's one per square foot of flame. No, per uh, hundred square foot of no, flame. Whoa, both seem high. Still still seems like you need a lot. Yeah, actually, 100 still seems low. Yeah. It's like a 10 by 10. That would take 10 people for my small apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish we had an actual firefighter we could pose this to, because you know that's yeah. happened multiple times. Yeah. Right. Well, so what... Most people probably don't know is that why the fire suits are so big is for that. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> they got astronaut technology in there they got for astronaut. however they do it. They got big diapers in there. So, I mean, the outside is for fire, sure, but you don't need all that to protect against fire. But mm-hmm. let's say you're fighting a fire for 6 to 12 hours, you're going to need mm-hmm. relief. In yeah. all, all of its sure. forms. Yeah, you got your little NASA diaper backing you up. Mm-hmm. And I would I would even imagine, like, it's your first day on the job. You walk into your first fire. It's it's going to scare you pretty good. True. You might, you might need the protection I've right then. It's actually That's so true. Some, some of the best fireproofing is, like, right there. <laughs> like, it just adds to it. <laughs> Uh huh. Are diapers fireproof? Um, I can find out. Let's, let's the one, the one in the Incredibles is. That's true. Jack Jack diaper. Hmm. <clears throat> Disposable diaper material can resist flames. Mm. A water absorbing gel similar to the material used to make disposable diapers shows promise as a fire retardant. Brilliant. It's good. There you go. Solved we it. Accidentally got it right. Rub, <laughs> cover yourself in diapers. Stop, drop, and get a bunch of diapers on you. Ru- Stop, drop, and wipe. Stop, Pretty drop, good. and dipe. Hey, you know what I'm in the mood for? Um, 
listing particles of speech in mm-hmm. a comedic order. Particles of speech? Is that articles? It's articles, isn't it? Pieces? Okay, okay. But you're Slices? talking about a Mad Lib. You're talking I'm talking about, about a Mad Lib. Lib. Okay, all right, all right. Glad we're on the same page because I happen to have a Mad Lib pulled up at this exact moment. Oh, that's excellent. Serendipity. All right, uh, between the two of you, the last person to have eaten an Oreo will go first. Surely that's me, right? I think Ben is much more of an Oreo consumer. It's been a minute. My wife's non-dairy, so we haven't had Oreos in the house for many whiles. Uh, two months. I would say probably different thing. two months. Luke, I need a noun. Okay. <laughs> Um, a croc, the shoe kind. Right. Okay. A place, Ben. Uh, Saskatchewan. A silly word, Luke. Um, let's go with, uh, voluptuous. Verb, Ben. Boop. With a P. Boop with a P. Like I booped you. Right. Yeah. Uh, noun. Um, let's go dipstick. Verb. Can you corduroy something? I think you, you can. can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do, just do button. You can do button. Two button something. No, corduroy is funny. Yeah, corduroy is better. All right. Adjective. Um. Square. Square. Another adjective, Ben. Circular. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number, Luke. Uh, four twenty, I think. Yeah, obviously. Adjective, Ben. A- adject adjective. Uh, greenish. <laughs> Adverb. Um. Uh, port portly. Another adjective, then. Uh, squishy. Another adjective, Luke. Caramelized. Number. Number? Uh, Thirty-eight. <laughs> you 38. sure about that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So you never know with these. Is it funnier if it's going to be high or is it funnier if it's going to be low? Right. Uh, measurement of time. Metric. <laughs> good callback. Good callback. Uh, let's let's do a quarter century. A quarter century. Yeah. Okay. All right. Another adjective. Sharp. Another adjective, Luke. Um, bulbous. Another adjective. Uh, quasi-real. Mm. Was I real? Okay, noun. Let's go with an orangutan uh, elbow. Mm, okay. An orangutan <laughs> elbow. Okay. All right. Uh, number and then another number, Luke. Two. Two. And? Uh, point two. Nice. Point two. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, this is a television ad. All right. 
Is your croc making a mess of your Saskatchewan? Hmm. Let me take another pass at that. Is your croc making a mess of your Saskatchewan? Try voluptuous. It will boop your whole dipstick in corduroy to unbelievable levels. No, go back. Okay, yeah, here we go. Is your croc making a mess of your Saskatchewan? Try voluptuous. It will boop your whole dipstick and corduroy to unbelievable levels. <laughs> Watch as we demonstrate the square capabilities of this circular product. <laughs> That's actually good. That's really good. Everyone should have at least 420 of these. Perfect. Agreed. <clears throat> To order, call the number on your screen. Greenish phone attendants will portly take your request. <laughs> all, right. all right, sure. Squishy and caramelized service will be yours. Call within the next 38 quarter, quarter centuries. <laughs> <laughs> call within the next 38 quarter centuries and you will receive a sharp, bulbous, quasi-real orangutan elbow as a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, absolutely free for an additional value of $2 plus shipping and handling for a cost of $0.2. Act now. That's good. Ooh. That's good. Oh, man. <laughs> Boy, I've been needing my dipstick boop. <laughs> what was the square something with circular capabilities? Uh, why, let's see. Uh, watch as we demonstrate the square capabilities of the circular product. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like that a lot. That's good. Oh man! All right. Well, there you go. There's your there's your Mad Lib for the day. Thanks. I wanted that. Mm-hmm. Full of sentence. What'd you call them? Components. Particles. Uh, spe- particles, particles of speech. speech. Makes sense. I mean, if you think about it, a sentence is a formula, and you put together, you assemble certain particles to create. Like a, a substance. I agree. I don't think I'm wrong. No. Language is science. And on that bombshell, it's time to end. Back, back to the <laughs> studio. Howdy. Welcome to yeah wait were you gonna were you gonna go i was i was just saying howdy to the folks all uh, oh, right because we go big and then we go home so yeah, i start so over. i was i was gonna start but i like mm-hmm. your jingle yeah we'll just give you a clean take we'll keep that do it, don't do it now no i'm embarrassed go luke <laughs> <laughs> well as you know uh well as two-thirds of us know we like to go big and then go home so we'll start out by going big and our go big this week is IKEA, everyone's favorite home store, as well as Swedish. meatballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're from Sweden. Um, the sad news is they're kind of going out of business, but but they are trying to save it in a really cool way, I think. Um, so, if you've ever been to an Ikea, they've got a bunch of, like, ha- um, I guess rooms set up in their in their store. 
like bedrooms, kitchen sets, all these things, all these, all their products fully set up in a house-like manner. And so what they're doing is actually renting those rooms out uh, for people to live in. So okay. not only do they get some extra revenue, but when you go and see their products, when you go to the store, it's mm-hmm. much more like you get a better idea of what it would look like to live there because someone is currently living there and you're touring their apartment. Right. right. When everything, like when normally when everything's on display, you see how it would look in like the ideal setting, but obviously life is not always perfect. So mm-hmm. you want to see what it looks like with someone actually, you know, taking, like actually using it. So this is, this is a great opportunity to do that. Right. You want to yeah. see, you want to see form and function. And it's a lot easier to see the function mm. when, say, the laundry basket's full of somebody else's dirty clothes. Right. Right. It, or the kitchen, and you want to see how someone cooks their grilled cheese right. in the morning. Or how someone uses the toilet. So, what I like is sort of the variety of, like, spaces. Okay. Um and, and and like so we, we like you can they rent out to people to live there but I, they also did you guys see that they rent out to like tv programs like they were doing no, a cooking no. show but since they have so many kitchens each person each contestant mm-hmm. got to pick mm-hmm. like their style of kitchen and it was just really cool and fun and oh. then the judges you know walked from kitchen to okay. kitchen checking on people um and it made it easier because then the contestants could just live there like they rented out some rooms rented the kitchens camera crew just stay there you wake up you cook you go to sleep it was i mean it was it was very cool right yeah and it's super nice because like you've got you've got a really great restaurant within walking distance of your little apartment Mm -hmm. um everything you could ever need if you need exercise obviously the place is huge just take a couple laps um and then everything you ever need is in in your uh, in your apartment now, one cool thing uh, that they're doing is obviously because it's in a indoor facility. The downside is you're not going to really get some of that natural light, so your um, your circadian rhythm is going to be a little off. Uh, so, what IKEA is doing for those that are that are renting the space is they have their their lights, their overhead lights, on a timer. So, usually around like four or five o'clock, they start slowly dimming. Um, so that when when it's time for the sun go down, when it's time for the sun to go down, the lights in the entire building are all off to give like a very natural feel to to the people living there. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. Honestly, I would probably move in if I could. If there was one in Louisville, um, there isn't. But IKEA, if you want to make a store here, you had you had got at least one yeah. customer. One ten ten. You guys see how they did the big pillow fights? Um, because they have all those pillows, and all the people were living there. Were just like, we should have a huge pillow fight, and they pushed all the beds together in the bed section. And just had a big, big feathery oh, fight. That's awesome. Yeah, I would imagine the community there is it's great. Tightening, you know, because uh, the one section is just all the beds that are just out in the, like on display. They're not like set up in rooms. They're just mm-hmm. a bunch of beds, um, and they rent those out too. But you got to be kind of you know. Um, just like okay with kind of sleeping in the open, um, right? Right. Sure. With, with right. everyone so else, it just makes for kind of a yeah. fun gypsy sort of vibe thing they got going on. Yeah. One big family, one big yeah. bed. You know, 
I, I did see, though, there was a guy in uh, Florida, a Florida Ikea, who took all of the um, all of the unused Allen wrenches used mm-hmm. for assembly and put them in his pillowcase and kind of made a weapon with them. Mm, and that was going to happen. Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you if you're in Florida. I mean, that's just right. He probably wasn't the only one. That's Florida stuff. Right. Um. So okay, cool. So so where can people find out more information about that, Luke? Oh well, you can go to IKEA dot com forward slash live in IKEA, uh, and there you will find a application to live in IKEA. No discount codes. Uh, they're hurting for and money. Let's be honest, so it's pretty <laughs> sorry. bottom dollar as it is. Like if you want one of those beds out in the middle, I'm pretty sure I looked and it was like thirty dollars a month. Yeah. Oh yeah, super affordable. And it said in small print you have to fight for the right to use a toilet and stuff like that. So it's kind of rough, but but thirty dollars a month. I mean, you can't beat that. Deal's nope. a deal. All right. Well, cool. Well, that's going to take us on over to our go home portion of the ad booth um this week we're going to a louisville joint by the name of buns burgers and that is a buns with a z and burgers with a z um luke actually uh kind of brought this one into to the podcast um so buns uh like i said is a louisville joint and they specialize in uh culinary experimentation especially actually exclusively in the burger realm um, they are known for throwing together all kinds of wild flavors and uh, makes it work. Um, people people are obsessed with this place. Um, so we're just going to hit on some of the high notes uh, of what, what we like at Buns or, or some good things we've heard about it uh, so that maybe you might be a little enticed to uh, go check it out yourself um, if you guys wanted to share any of your, your top picks. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, my favorite, and this is just a classic, like the Buns Classic Burger, their signature burger. It's called Buns because there's no patty, right? It's just like it's two buns inside mm-hmm. of two more buns. You can still get all the fixings. Right. Like you can get the cheese. You can get mm-hmm. the bacon. You can get the lettuce, tomato, pickles, mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard, onions, mushrooms. You can get all that on there. And then they actually cook the first bun like on the skillet to get some of the hamburger juice and then they and then they put it between the other okay. two buns and that's the buns burger huh for those carb loving people which yeah. is me yeah yeah okay that's good yeah um i'm really a big fan of the hockey puck um this one you can only order you have to order ahead of time um or you have to order it first thing in the morning and be ready to eat it for dinner because what they do is, so they've got a big griddle in the back and what they do is they take two burger patties, smash them together, put it in like the top right corner of the griddle and they don't touch it all day long. It just sizzles for like eight hours. And the, the, the level of flavor that transfers from all the burgers that they cook throughout the day into this one patty is just like out of this world. Um, it it is charred beyond belief, but the flavor in this bad mm. boy, um, and they don't serve it on anything mm. or with anything. They actually refuse. If you order the hockey puck, it literally is just a black, rock hard burger patty, 
on your on the center of your plate. And uh, and boy, yeah, I chipped my tooth on one of those, but it was totally worth it. It is worth it. I I would agree. Um, one of my favorites is well after because I normally go with the the bun special like Ben was talking about, but they also do desserts. Um, and one of my favorites is the burger cone, and it's they put burger meat in a waffle cone press maker, and so your waffle cone is made out of burger meat, um, and then they just put ice cream in it, and. I'd see, I see some shaking of heads, but I need you guys to get on board with this because uh-huh. it's special. You start out just eating ice cream. It's totally normal. But then once the flavor is combined and you get the, you know, the savoriness of the meat sure. involved with your orange sherbet, um, I'm literally at a loss for words for the flavor experience. You just have yeah. to try it for yourself. I promise it's good. They, they offer it yeah. with cheese as an option, right? Like you can get like cheese. Right, cheese yeah, sprinkles. Cheese sprinkles. I think that's just called shredded cheese. No, there's a difference. Well, it's because it's ice cream. It's cheese They're sprinkles. They're smaller. <laughs> <Okay>. <clears throat> sure. Um, they also specialize in a lot of meat uh, alternatives. Well, not alternatives, uh, variety. Um, they have a cool program um, with uh, with local like law enforcement, uh, where if they bring in a a roadkill that they find while they're out uh, patrolling the streets mm-hmm. and stuff, uh, they can bring it into Buns Burgers and they'll turn it into into uh, a couple yeah, of burgers. You can grind up pretty much anything. Yeah. Speaking of roadkill, did I tell you guys about how there was a possum in my backyard one time? Uh huh. Okay. No. Wow. I mean, oh. like, no, you didn't. I was, I was just waiting for uh, the no, rest. No, I was of just in my backyard, and I was taking the pig out to go have a pee pee, and um, and I walked, and I like my brain said I was really tired because this was right after Ian was born. It was like the week he was born, and uh, and my brain said mm-hmm. there's a possum over there, but my body just kept walking because I would walk the same stretch like down and back to get Rosie to go pee, and so I walked the same line right. and just got within like four feet of the possum before. Like, it finally broke through my tired, tired brain that what my eyes were screaming, which was like, there's a possum right there. <laughs> I have never moved Stop walking. than I moved right then. I was at that like, <laughs> corner of the garage and back on the porch in milliseconds. It was terrifying. <laughs> Rosie did not care at all. You know, Rosie may... It might be beneficial for Rosie to... To take Rosie to the bur- the big, big news on that front. Pig pig news on that front. Rosie is at the farm nice. now, which <gasps> is a real really? farm. Not we killed her. A real farm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's at a therapy right. farm, teaching kids how to be around pigs. It's an important life lesson. Yeah. So Buns Burgers, you can eat possums. Hello and welcome to the problem-solving portion of the show. This is where we take conventional problems and use our big, big brains to solve them unconventionally. So, this problem has been plaguing America since baseball was invented. Because the problem is baseball. (laughs) Baseball 
used to be America's pastime and sport. I don't know. Yeah. It's interchangeable, I think. But to me, those are two wildly different things. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it was real popular back in the days when they didn't know, like, what basketball was or soccer or, like, frisbee or mm-hmm. volleyball. Spike ball, spike volleyball. Ball, what? Had a swim, Jet skis. That kind of stuff. Um, they were like, right. we got a ball, which is probably like a, I don't know, like a pig's bladder and we have a stick mm-hmm. which was left over from the child mm-hmm. labor that we were doing earlier and mm-hmm. right we hit it and it was pretty fun so they invented that in like whenever the 1890s <laughs> spitting <Sure. up>. yeah. <clears throat> uh and it's it's a little old-fashioned now it's a little slow mm-hmm. uh, they play a lot right. of innings uh, mm-hmm. you, you, there's not a ton of action, and it's, I would say especially these days, the the pitchers, the one the throw the throwing guys um, are so good that nobody can hit it with their stick. That is becoming an increasing it's problem. A real issue for the people who are coming to watch it because everybody wants to see you hit that bladder way over the fences. How do we? So it sucks, but we, we can make solve? it better. How do we? Yeah, how do we make it more enjoyable to watch right. and be a part of? Because I played baseball mm-hmm. one season as a child, and uh, mm. I picked a lot of flowers, and Good. I, my hands hurt mm-hmm. every time I hit the ball. Is those are the two things I remember mm-hmm. from that sport, and ices afterwards. Yep. All right. Mm-hmm. You ready? We ready? I'm ready. <clears throat> so if you had to, if you had to pick a new modern America's pastime, what what would you pick? Because I have something in mind, but I want to see what I you think guys think. I think it's basketball. Like as in a sport? Mm, no, I just think anything. America's oh. pastime. Like that, yeah. Why, why would that be sports Our pastime related? pastime Yep, that's what I'm I was thinking. Yeah. Netflix yeah. and chill, right? Yeah. Sure. So I think, I think we take the modern America's pastime, Netflix and chill, marry it with baseball. Okay. And... And it's already there's already a lot of crossover because you got first base, second base, third base, home run, you know. But I'm tr- <laughs> I'm trying to think of some additional ways that we can maybe bring them together uh, to make it even more of a like collaborative yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Is there a way that we could bring the two together a little bit? Maybe put couches in the stadiums. I feel like that would be a big. Uh, nice change, right? Make it a little more comfortable. You could watch a show. Downtime. Maybe, yeah. Maybe a few couches on the field. Mm-hmm. You know, some more obstacles. They got so much room out there; they're just running around willy nilly. Mm-hmm. Let's at least put something out there to spice it up. Obstacles is good. Obstacles in the outfield. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lesser known Tom Be Hanks movie. movie. That was pretty good. <laughs> Tom Hanks was not in that movie. Sure, he was. He was in everything. <laughs> Who's the guy? Who's the guy in Angels in the Outfield? Dennis Quaid. Uh, are you sure it was not Tom nah, Hanks? The, that was baseball, but I don't know. All record. I know is Joseph Gordon Levitt. It was Tom Hanks. There's no chance Tom took that role. Oh, I'm. I'm. I said Angels in the Outfield. 
what I was thinking of is the movie about all the women playing baseball. League of, League their, of their own. own. So Yeah, that okay. is Tom Hanks. So, I have never I heard of that. Why I thought that was Angels in the Outfield. That's maybe a little sexist, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kill me. Beat me with a bat over that one. So, obstacles and couches. Mm-hmm. Obstacles, couches. Um, what? What's... Uh, so, what does, like, Netflix have that baseball doesn't? Sexy actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. They both have bright lights. So maybe, so. well, yeah, bright lights. Why, uh, like, why, why do baseball players still wear freaking slacks and button-ups and? Well, cause the, cause, uh, cause they're so well. They wear slacks, but they're not. They're not. S- 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 there's no slack in them, if you know what I mean. You know. Mm. Mm. I know what you mean. And I think. Well, but I'm saying just make less of it. Oh. Make it maybe sexy okay. it up a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. Bring some of the younger audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the Game of Thrones yeah. audience. No, I see where you're going. They kill each other on the battlefield, and by the battlefield, I mean the baseball field. I think it's an attention span thing, right? That's Netflix has got like short short episodes that you can just binge, and it's like the mm. lottery. Like you can mm-hmm. you can just like play it again and again and again and it's instant gratification. So I think we right. need to start having like twenty minute baseball games, but you stack a bunch of them all together. But maybe they go change. Okay. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe there's more drama. Like maybe in between games or like during games, people like maybe one guy punches another guy, another guy kisses a dude, and then it just the crowd's like, whoa, this is like reality tv and they're playing baseball maybe just shorten the game in general instead of you know three strikes you're game. out well, how about one strike you're out one out that's a that's a half an inning two outs that's an inning you're on to the well, second inning good one. i also just now okay. came up with a good one if but you go if first the problem is the people with the bats can't hit the pitcher's ball what if mm-hmm. we put two batters out there was that your was that your idea (laughs) that was part of my idea i'm thinking like stacked (laughs) batters so if the first guy misses the second guy's swinging and one of them's gonna hit it and the second guy might kill the first guy with the ball but it's worth it for the sake of america's pastime here's here's what i was thinking it's basically just double baseball um except you with the same number of bases so there's two pitchers pitching at the same time to two batters who are both sharing home plate, okay. kind of fighting for the right to hit. And maybe there's like different colored balls and you can't be on the base at the same time. And you have to fight each other off of it, King of the Hill style, to be safe. Yes. Okay, okay. Uh, in addition, what if it's one pitcher from each team and one batter from each team? And then there's a first baseman. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you're saying. So there's one yeah, person yeah, yeah. from each but team. Both teams are playing all the time. Right. That, and then you could do the game in half the time. Exactly. Yeah. There's no top or bottom of the inning because it's just the inning because they're all out there. That's really good. Then you'd have outfielders like running into each other. Yeah. And you could... Tackling each other. 
Exactly. Like, you have to fight for the ball because if you catch the other guy's ball, then you're out. But if you catch your own ball, then it stays safe. Right. Right. You don't want to get your own teammate out by catching the ball. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you got to watch which ball. you got to take out the guy who's trying okay. to catch it. That's really, really That's, good. That is good. And maybe at first, but maybe at first base, they get handcuffed together if they both make it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like a, like a, what's that wrestling? Where you're both like tied together. No, that's knife fighting. I'm thinking of knife fighting. I'm thinking yeah. of knife, the knife where you get like handcuffed and fight with knives. Mm-hmm. That's a thing? That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, what if you did to, to make it a little less confusing? So you have one guy hitting on the right, one guy hitting on the left. And then the one on the left goes counterclockwise, and the guy on the right goes clockwise. Ooh, oh, that's really good. Or, or yeah, vice I like versa. That. So just... first one, first one to second base, like gets second base. You yeah, know? second base is going to be spicy. You can hold it. Yeah, yeah. Baseball would start employing some extra big boys mm-hmm. to just mm-hmm. get out there and take up space. They'd start poaching people from the NFL, some centers and some offensive linemen. Yeah. Right. It's good. I would watch that. Absolutely, I would watch that. Constant action. At second base, you have a sumo wrestling ring. Okay, so, yes. So once you get to second mm-hmm. base, you then have to wrestle your opponent off the base. Right. Mm-hmm. And and in going with the clothing change-up, everybody's in sumo, the sumo yes. attire. <laughs> yes. But still batting helmets. Of course, yeah. for safety. Well, yeah, right. you got to protect your head. Right. That's quite good. I'm picturing it. I'm picturing it, and I'm liking it. Um, so this is this is kind of cheating because we've already done this with golf mm-hmm. uh, when we spiced up golf. But outer space maybe mm. could could be fun mm-hmm. for baseball. The hits would go way further. Hits would go way further. People, the guys could bounce higher. Yeah, I mean, basically, the diamond would be half of the moon's surface. Right. Big, big baseball. Mm-hmm. I feel like the bigness is kind of the problem. You know? Mm. Yeah, maybe we add walls. Maybe we add more walls to it. We make add it more like a just... racquetball court. Yeah, like, yeah. A, like racquetball. And maybe sure. you can use a big racket because the balls are so hard to hit because they throw them so fast and weird and wild. And mm-hmm. Instead, you get a big racket to hit it back with. Hmm. Here, uh, what about this? MLB players inside a racquetball room playing wiffle ball. That's new baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. All okay. right. It's pretty good. And then you just watch it on your TV and you combine right. America's pastimes. Exactly. Yep. Forget the baseball experience. Uh, warm up some hot dogs in your microwave and watch this on TV. Hmm. Uh, what if. Like every two minutes during a baseball game, uh, they release. I was originally thinking like release like a diehard fan of one of the teams. Like they just release opposing fans, so slowly the field fills up with people, <laughs> <laughs> and they can run around and like you know tickle players and sure uh, do whatever as long as it's not illegal. Um, and then I was thinking maybe just like lions or something instead. <laughs> maybe just like something that's got a little more, like more teeth in its head mm. or more speed. 
Or maybe just like monkeys, because they're nefarious. It's slowly the field fills up with monkeys, so you gotta win fast. Like, because the monkeys, they're coming out one way or the other. This is good. That would help speed up the game. Really rack up some points quick, so the other team's like, we give up, you're 10 points ahead. Mm -hmm. And there's 75 monkeys on this field, and we cannot keep playing. We surrender. (laughs) (laughs) Could you do a simultaneous javelin toss baseball game? For the excitement, how go on? Playing, um, like there's a guy by home plate with a with a big spear, mm-hmm. with a javelin, and then he throw when the pitcher throws the ball, he throws the javelin, and then mm-hmm. everybody out in the field's got to watch out because there's a javelin coming somewhere. So yeah, but those are his gonna, team. Those are his teammates on the field. Why? What if he? What if the javelin players <laughs> like on his own team? What if the what? javelin players on his own team and he's trying to win? Mm, okay, he so wins there's with how many people he spears? There's three teams. The yeah. two teams playing baseball, and then javelin guy, and then javelin mm-hmm. guy, and he's aiming for whoever he wants to. So you got to watch the ball because if the guy hits it, you got to try to catch it. But watch right. out because javelin guys coming for you. <laughs> Javelin's there. And then shot put guy too, in the mm-hmm. second half. They changed up. What if we just uh, what if we just confined it all to the inner? What's it called? The inner diamond. The inner. The infield. Not the outfield. The infield. Yeah. The dirt fan. What? Yeah. What if like you just put up a giant wall so you can't hit the ball over it? So okay. you're just confined to that one space to play the game. I feel like it'd but, be a faster game. But. Mm-hmm. But the back right. wall is a big Plinko machine. Because otherwise, like- <laughs> it'd be too easy to catch. Oh, so you gotta okay. you gotta make it make it uh, so the outfielders, or I guess the infielders, don't know where the ball's coming down. Sure, the field, it would so just you, be the fielders. The yeah. fielders, yeah, right. The dirt boys, you hit it up mm-hmm. into the Plinko machine, and then they're like, "Where's it gonna land?" And then you're running the bases. <laughs> That's really good. What if we turn it into a Connect Four? The back wall is just a giant Connect Four board. You hit the ball into the spot you want. Mm. So you're really playing Connect Four or Battleship. You have to hit the ball into your. Po- oh, that's what it yeah. is. You have that's you have good. one diamond. You have one one infield on one side of the wall. Another infield on the other side of the wall, and then you okay. have battleships. And, you, and the other team is trying to hit the ball into the wall where they think the battleships are set up for the other side. That I'm going to be honest, that might be longer than a real baseball game. <laughs> <laughs> More fun to watch, mm-hmm. I hope. What if, uh, what if each stretch of lane between each base is like a different terrain? Like from home to first, you have water. Mm. And from you get a swim first there. to second, you have like beach sand, and second to third, you have I don't know a bunch like of like a downhill wheat. mountain bike. Yeah, that you gotta figure out. Yeah, it's out. a triathlon between the three bases: bike, swim, good. run. And then, the, but the pitcher has to throw the ball with like, uh, like snow mittens on, or something. <laughs> You know, otherwise sure. it's just real hard on the runner 
if yeah. they can't hit it and then have to swim to first base. <laughs> it's gonna be that's gonna be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if before every single pitch, everybody on the field except the batter? No, including the batter. Yes, every okay, everyone including coaches and everyone in the dugout. Everybody has to spin around on the bat, do the little head on the bat spin thing, like five to ten times. Mm-hmm. So by the third or fourth pitch, everybody is sick to their stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Dizzy baseball. Dizzy baseball. Yep. Hold up. I'm gonna fix baseball real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cheaper beer. <laughs> <laughs> That would fix many of the problems that baseball All the has. Problems. You've got seven a seven-hour game. Who cares? Yeah, if the beers are fifty cents, because that's the worst when you go to a baseball game and it's like hot and you're like starting to get bored, but you're hungry and you know the food will fix it. And then the hot dog that you got costs seven dollars, mm-hmm. and the beer you got costs eight. I agree. Here, I, I got a fix for you. Uh, take baseball to a nice farm and shoot it in the back of the head because it's a dead sport and we need to let it go. Whoa. (laughs) Rough. I was going to suggest roller coasters for seats, but your thing seems good too. (laughs) (laughs) Seven innings on a roller coaster, though. Yeah, no, it's not going to be pretty. Did we do it? I think we did it. I think probably. Um... Either needs to change Just, the whole way they play, get a cheaper beer, or be done forever. I think those were our three sort of categories. Right. All right, cool. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode, folks, of Nickel Park. Uh, you can hit us up on uh, Instagram at nickel underscore park underscore podcast, or you can email us at nickelparktours at gmail.com. Uh, thanks to AMF for having us on the network. Thanks to Sons of Circus for the use of our theme song. Thanks to Jake Byron for the use of our ad song. Um, tell your friends about us if you like. Also, listen to our last mini-sode. It was a unedited version of one of our favorite ads that we've ever done. Uh, we think you might enjoy it. We certainly enjoyed making it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's all. Well, until next time, I'm Luke. No, I'm Joshua. And I am Ben. Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Show me some loving and show me emotion. Can you show me how you put it all in motion? Yeah.